the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... Welcome back to another episode of Four Beyond the Ballpark. Uh, today we've got the Washington Nationals on the agenda. Um, and in the next week, a very good episode coming as well. Uh, but the Nationals are a rebuilding franchise, so this should be interesting um, without a doubt. Because the Nationals are not a very good franchise. But we're here to talk about them today. And uh, you already know the drill, merch, and uh, email. In the description, you can email us there, contact us. Um, so yeah, let's just get into it. Um, so first up, we got uh, Danny Jansen and Reese. Oh wait, sorry, that's the Blue Jays one. Keeper Ruiz for the uh, Nationals catcher acquired in the uh, Trey Turner and Max Scherzer trade, which was an absolute finesse. Um, but Keeper Ruiz is a good player. Um, 2021, 29 games, uh, 88 abs, 10 runs, 24 hits. Um, 36 total total bases, three doubles, um, no triples, three homers, 15 RBIs, six walks, nine strikeouts, 273 average, 333 on base, 409 slugging with a 742 OPS. Um, Keeper Ruiz is definitely projected to be like a franchise type uh, catcher. Um, he's a very good guy that the Nationals could have um, for many many years to come. So I think you got to watch out for Keeper Ruiz if you're in the NL East because um, he's definitely going to be a tough catcher to get around. I think. Now on the first base, you guys actually not that bad. Um, talk about Josh Bell. Um, newly acquired his first season in 2020 from Pittsburgh, and uh, had a decent, actually pretty good season in um, uh, Washington. He hit 27 home runs, had a batting average of 261, stole zero bags, had a total of 88 RBIs, and walked 65 times. Not bad for first. Those are pretty good stats, obviously. Power guy, which most of fans are. Um, so I think he's a good solid first base. He got he's got that locked down. Um, yeah, I think overall good player. Now I move on to second base for the Nationals. Uh, not that impressive. Um, Cesar Hernandez brought in on a on a contract on a one year deal, I believe. Um, did not play well with the uh, the White Sox down the stretch, but played well with the uh, Guardians now. Uh, 149 games on 510 at-bats, uh, 84 runs, 132 hits, uh, 
220 total bases, uh, 21 doubles, two triples, 21 homers, um, 62 RBIs, 59 uh, walks, two intentional walks, 135 strikeouts, one stolen bag, caught stealing once, 232 average, uh, and a 308 on base, 386 slugging, um, and a 694 PS. Yeah, I mean, he's just kind of a villain one-year deal. I mean, the Nationals are trying to figure out the second base situation right now. Um, I don't know what it's going to turn out to be, but um, definitely um, Cesar Hernandez is really just a fill-in at this point for the Nationals, and um, he'll only be there for the one year. Might even get dealt at some point for more prospects. Um, but yeah, Cesar Hernandez is probably going to start on opening day. Yeah, and then on a shortstop, it's another position where we don't know what we're doing. Obviously, left Jay Turner, so shortstop kind of out a hole over there. So, so far, they're playing with Acles Escobar, a guy who's been in the league since 2008 and really hasn't done anything. Um, he's hit 40, 45 career home runs. Um, he's 35 years old now, and his 2021 wasn't going to be different. Um, he hit two home runs, uh, struck out 56 times, and averaged 288, walked 17 times, and uh, had 28 RBIs. I mean, he really does nothing at the plate. I'm not sure he has defensively, but... At the plate, this guy can do nothing. Now I move on to the third base position. Originally, it was Carter Keyboom, um, but he got uh, scratched for opening day, probably, because uh, he got hurt. So, got to go with the improv, and it's probably going to be Ahire Andrianza. I just kind of made this one up on the spot a little bit. Um, Ahire Andrianza, not that good, though. Um, came Coming out from the Braves, he's a free agent available. I think the Nats are just taking a stab at him. Played 109 games for Atlanta last year, 182 at-bats, 32 runs, 45 hits, 73 total bags, 9 doubles, 2 triples, um, 5 homers, 28 RBIs, 21 walks, um, struck out 42 times, 247 average, 327 on base, 401 slugging. Uh, This guy's really just nothing. I mean, um, really just a stand-in. Another guy that could be flipped at the deadline. I don't know. But he's not even that good. So I I hear Andrianza just not that good of a player. Hell, he could probably just stand in while Carter Keeboom, you know, gets healthy. So I hear Andrianza just not that good of a baseball player. Yeah, I've got another guy, a young guy, um, who is, looks like he was traded from St. Louis. Um, this is Lane Thomas right in left field. Um, and really, Lane Thomas... Did not have a really good season. Although, in um, Washington had decent in 45 games. He hit seven seven bombs, had 27 RBIs, walked 27 times, struck out 46 times, and averaged 270. Not terrible. Obviously, small sample size, but um, he's probably going to be started there. And he did, that's another spot in the easy field. I feel like everywhere you look at this, in this um, field, not a good player there. Um, so, yeah, I think he's going to be a decent guy, but definitely shouldn't be everyday left fielder. Yeah, Lane Thomas did did play well, but I don't know what his future is looking like. He's kind of on the older side, even though he's only 26. Um, but who knows? Maybe the Nationals will use him. Maybe they won't. Uh, now we've got Victor Robles. Um, this guy, I still think he's probably starting center fielder um, for the Nationals opening day, even though he did get kicked down by Lane Thomas. Um, to the minor leagues. 
Uh, Victor Robles, I mean, he's super fast and he's a good defender. Got a cannon of an arm, but at the plate, doesn't really bring a whole lot. Um, 107 games, 315 at bats, um, 37 runs, 54 hits, uh, 93 total bases, 21 doubles, a triple, two homers, 19 RBIs, 33 rocks, 85 strikeouts, three intentionally intentional walks, eight stolen bags, six caught six times, uh, 203 average, 310 on base, 295 slugging. Um, this is not a good slash line. I mean, Victor Robles is a defensive first outfielder for a defensive first player. So, like I said, can of an arm, but outside of that, doesn't really bring a ton of value. Um, uh, but he is probably, he could probably get a little bit stronger and better over the, as the years progress. But right now, he's just not that good of a baseball player. And now going to right field, the best player in this lineup by a long shot, not even close. Juan Soto, everyone knows who he is. How could you not? The young superstar has just come up and just been amazing for the Nationals. Such a good player. Um, and this, he's in 21, it was no different for him. Had a great year. Obviously, his stat line in 151 games and 502 at bats, he had 111 runs, 157 hits, 268 total backs, 20, 20 doubles, two triples, 29 home runs, and 95 RBIs. That sounds good, but this is where it gets crazy because he had 145 walks. 93 strikeouts, nice little bags, average of 313, and on-base percentage of 465. Man walked just a ton. He got on base, like, he's like half the time. Um, He's just a beast. I mean, I feel like he should have won MVP. Bryce Harper was good, but I feel like this man definitely had a really contended MVP because uh, he was just so good. If the home runs were higher, he definitely would have won it because he had a great year and just showing how good he is. Because he's so good. I have power, everything. Yeah, Juan Soto um, honestly rejected the big contract extension. So you never know what's going to happen with him. And now we got a super old guy, but he has kept it up an insane amount. He's played at such a good level. Um, Nelson Cruz, my goodness. He's been around the league for so long. Um, it just feels like he's... N- his game is never going to end. 140 games, uh, 513 at-bats, 79 runs, uh, 136 hits, 255 total bases, 21 doubles, uh, a triple, um, 32 home runs, 86 RBIs, um, 51 walks, 126 strikeouts, intentionally walked 10 times, um, three stolen bags for his age. Um, and he's got a 303 average. Um, hold on. 397 on base, 595 slugging, and a 992 OPS. This guy, for 41 years old, is just insane. I mean, this is just, this isn't unheard of for a 41 year old. That's truly how good he is. I mean, he's just that talented. Um, you gotta love Nelson Cruz. You have to respect Nelson Cruz for being able to keep this up as long as he has. And he is truly a talented player. And he's on Hall of Fame career path because just he's kept it up for so long. And he's a, he's just been in the game for forever, it feels like. Yeah, definitely. Now we go on to the um, rotation. Number one, their ace, Stephen Strasburg, four number one overall pick. Guy that's been pretty consistent, but in past years, definitely struggled with injuries. As in 2021, he only played in five games. Um, so a guy 
he's getting a little older, starting with injury, so definitely slowing down for him. But hopefully he can come back to 2021 and be consistent, um, not get injured because 21 this year was not great, even though it was short. Heroes numbers, 4.57 ERA in five games, started all five of them. Um, he played in two, 21.2 innings. Uh, he walked 14 batters, struck out 21 of them. I mean, just kind of, eh, not a great year because obviously he was injured for most of it. So I feel like if he doesn't get injured, he could be decent. He's getting a little old, but still got some time left for him, though. Steven Strasburg slowing down, still lace, though. Now we got uh, the number two starter, Patrick Corbin, um, who could probably climb up to uh, number one uh, on this rock, on this, what's it called, a rotation. Um, 2019, or not 2019, that was his better year. His 2021 season was not as good. 9-16 and 16 with the Nationals, 5.82 ERA. Started all 31 games he played in. Um, 171 innings, 192 hits, 100. 14 runs, 111, uh, 111 of those were earned, 37 home runs given up, um, whip at 1.47, opponents average, uh, hit a 268 average against them, struck out 143, I don't know, Patrick Corbin's just not good, I mean, it, he had an, he had that fantastic 2019 season, um, where he came to the Nationals and was really effective, um, but in 2021, he kind of he fell off the cliff, it felt like. So disappointing for Patrick Corbin, but I, I think that there is some middle ground. He'll probably be like a low to mid-four ERA guy. Um, but it's just disappointing to see him fall off like that. Yeah, I know you're one of the third guys where it gets really terrible. It's rookie, um, Josiah Gray. Um, rookie in 2021. Started the year with Dodgers, then ended it with the Nationals. He was there for Dodgers for two games, and they said, see ya, and traded him. So, Josiah, not a good player in the Nationals. He played only 12 games and ERA 5.31. So, obviously, not great. And only played 62.2 innings. Took out 63 batters and whip up 1.34. Not great for Josiah. He's going to be tough being a starter. Um, so, obviously, I don't think he should be number three for this team. I think he need to get a better pitcher because this guy's not going to cut it. But I will say Josiah Gray played really well with the Nationals down the stretch, and he's had a good minor league track record. So um, definitely something you need to consider with him. Um, there is some young talent there, um, but he just hasn't turned up the major league level. Uh, but we got a super old guy here, Honorable uh, Sanchez. He was a part of that magical 2019 run with the Nationals, and now he's back uh, with the Nationals. Uh, I don't even know if he pitched in 2021. Yeah, he didn't pitch in 2021, so we'll just rattle off his 2020 stats. Went 4-5, 6.62 6, ERA, 11 games, all of them started. 53 innings, uh, 70 hits, uh, 40 runs, 39 of them earned, 11 home runs. Um, 18 walks, pretty good. Um, opponents averaged 3 for 13 against him, though, 43 strikeouts. 1.66 whip. I mean, Anibal Sanchez is just so old. I'm surprised the Nationals brought him back. Um, I don't know. He's super temporary. Um, while the Nationals wait for their guys to uh, to re- climb to the top. Um, so Anibal Sanchez, not that impressive of a pitcher. 
Now I'm moving to number five, guys. Josh Rogers, former Oriole. Um, and in 2021, had a decent season, even though he only played six games. Had an ERA of 3.28. Uh, played 35.2 innings. Struck out 22 batters and a whip of 1.29. Not a bad season, even though it's a small sample size. Hopefully, larger sample size, he can do better. Um, he did good in the small sample size, but larger sample size, hopefully he can do it. Because he's only 27, so still young. Uh, I feel like there's some talent in him, so he can maybe you know get together. And this, while well, he's still young, and you know, rise ranks through the Nationals pitching because this guy is young and he's got talent. Now we got a uh, Kyle Finnegan for the Nationals in the uh, the pen. Technically, the closer, not meant to be a closer though. Um, so that's kind of a thing with him. Um, twenty twenty one, not five and nine. 3.55 ERA, 68 games, none of them started. 13 holds, 11 saves. Um, 66 innings, 64 hits, 39 runs. 26 earned runs, 9 homers uh, given up. 34 walks, 68 strikeouts. Um, opponents average 251 against him. Uh, 1.48 whip. I mean, this guy's got good stuff, just not in the closer role, um, which I think is the main thing for him, is just not to be the designated closer. Um, but overall, I would say he's a pretty effective reliever. But I don't know. He's just kind of an average pitcher. Yeah. Now we got the second guy in his bullpen, Will Harris. The guy who was dominant in that 2019 run. The kind of fall off a cliff 2021. Uh, I don't know if you're struggling with injury because he only played in eight games. and didn't play that good at all. I mean, nine ERA, right? no, eight games, what can you say? Um, he, only, he only played in uh, six innings and struck out. Nine batters with a whip of 1.67. So, you know, it's small step size. I'm pretty sure he's injured. So, hopefully, he can get back 21, be healthy because we've seen what this guy can do and he's just been amazing. Um, so, this I feel like he's 37 years old, so he's a little old, but I feel like he's still got some left in him. He can still have a good year. Now we got uh, Austin Vogt, uh, the third arm in the national bullpen, in our opinion. 2021, not a good year. He went 4-1, and one, but had a 5.34 ERA. Well, started one game out of playing in 49 games. Uh, seven holds, no saves. Um, 57 innings, 57 hits, 35 runs, 34 home runs, or 34 earned runs, 10 home runs, um, 28 walks, 59 strikeouts. Opponents average 266 off him, 1.48 whip. I think Austin Volk is just an arm out there. He's going to come. He's going to go. He's just one of those guys that, in a rebuild, he'll be temporary. And, uh, yeah. Now, you wanted the prospect. I'm just going to hit this on Patrick because I know he's a lot better than I am at it. Patrick, why don't you take this one away? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, let's get on to the prospect segment right here. Um, Nationals have a pretty good farm system. They kind of revamped it. Um, they recruited a lot of good guys here. Uh, but their best prospect, Cade Cavalli. Cade Cavalli is awesome. He, he's a generational pitcher. He could probably come up uh, for the Nationals um, in 2022. That's how good he is. Uh, 70 fastball, 60 curveball, 60 slider, 55 changeup, 45 control. That kind of seems to be the concern. Um, and a 55 overall. Yeah, Cade Cavalli's got some nasty stuff. Um, can look past the control a little bit, um, but I mean, guys can be sick at the major level. I just know that. 
he climbed up three levels in 2021. 7-9 record, 3.36 ERA. Started all 24 games he pitched in. 123 in the third innings. 96 hits. Five home runs. That is insane. Uh, 60 walks. 175 strikeouts. Opponents average 213 against them. 1.26 whip. Uh, Kay Cavalli is just insane. I mean, he's he's an electrifying pitcher. And he's going to be very exciting for the Nationals, without a doubt. So, Nationals fans, if you're listening, get excited for Kate Cavalli because this kid is something special. Yeah, nice job there, Nivon. To the jerseys and for the Nationals, they actually have six jerseys, a lot more than I thought. I think they only have a couple. So, uh, some of them are good, you know. Uh, definitely as better as ones. You know what the last place is, though. It's going to be the way one. It always is. I don't think it's ever going to change. Um, it's just always the worst. So, last place, we're going to have that one. And in fifth place, we have um, the home one. Uh, I feel like there's other better options. All churches are just better. You know, I feel like it's maybe, I kind of, when I see it, I kind of picture Bryce Harper in it. That's what I see when I see it. Um, so, that jersey, I do think it is nice, though. Um, but definitely better than the way one. I mean, yeah. Yeah, now we move on to the alternate four. Um, I, I didn't pull this page up, so I don't remember which jersey this is. Um, it's the red one. The red one. I had a feeling it was the red one. Um, the red one's solid, um, but it's just, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's definitely purchase worthy. I actually had Bryce Harper's jersey um, for this, and it was red um, for Halloween one year. Um, but you know it, it's a good jersey, but just not really comparable to some of their other jerseys. As I do feel like some of their other jerseys are a little bit better uh, than this one right here. Yeah, definitely. Move on to the third one, alternate one. This is the what new new white one. Um, so the one that got nationals across the front. Uh, I do think this is kind of you know, kind of like the hat. Uh, I see capital, the capital building on it. I look, it looks nice. Um, it's a good jersey overall. Colors, colors. Um, well done by them. And coming to number three. Now I move on to uh, number two, alternate three. Um, the the nice stars and stripes uh, jersey. Really clean look. Really good look. Um, I like the stars and stripes a lot. I think it's just, it just looks clean. Um, and it definitely represents the Nationals well, you know, for them playing in the nation's capital of D.C. It's just a really nice look, and it's just a clean-looking jersey. It's just two-point. It's kind of like the home jersey 2.0 with the with an element of the nation as it should. So I really like Nationals alternate three here at number two. Number one, we got alternate two. This is the navy blue one. It's kind of different than others. I like it. It's, it's different. Um, it's definitely one I see, like, in the World Series. I like this one. There's, like, a 19 run. One newer one. So, definitely good jersey. I like it. I wouldn't shame anyone for buying it. I don't think I would buy it because I'm not a big national fan. But I, if anyone rocked a Juan Soto jersey in that, I wouldn't blame them. Because it's a good jersey. The hat's also good. It's a good jersey overall. So, I think this day off is definitely the best out of them. Yep. And uh, now I move on. We kind of had to change the segment here. Um... Favorite player, because uh, kind of the free agency has died down now. Um, so we kind of had to change. But for me, I went with Patrick Corbin. Um, 
Of course, he's a Patrick, first of all. I love Patrick's because I am a Patrick myself. Um, and I also love his slider. I could watch his slider all day. I mean, it's just nasty. I know he didn't have a good year, but I'm still holding out hope for Patrick Corbin. If he doesn't have a good 2022, then, yeah, it obviously is the opinion is going to shift. Um, but if he does have a good 2022, he'll be really good. I mean, and the slider's awesome. If you've ever seen a Patrick Corbin slider, it's absolutely sick. Um, and that's why I love Patrick Corbin. He's just got that sixth slider, and he's a Patrick. So, uh, yeah, my favorite player is Patrick Corbin. My favorite player, I'm with Nelson Cruz. I like what he's doing. He's 41 years old, and he's still going strong. Um, guys, it's like a ton of home runs in his career. I believe he's like 450 right now. He's, I feel like he's going for that 500. That's probably when he's going to retire. So, I like what he's doing. He's like 20 home runs at least every year, which is incredible for him at his age. I like, I like his whole thing. So, Nelson Cruz is my favorite player. Yeah. And uh, should we do expectations and hopes? I know we're in the full full swing of swing, spring training here. Uh, yeah, I see why not. Okay. Uh, but I'd say for expectations, um, maybe get some new players. You know, fill up the shortstop. A couple other spots need to be filled up. Uh, I think it's the goal they need. Yeah, uh, I would say kind of develop some young talent. Josiah Gray, um, Kate Gravali, as I mentioned. Both those guys could be the future of the Nationals rotation. Um, both are really good pitchers, good young pitchers. Um, so definitely those guys will be on the uprise. Strasburg, Corbin, um, I don't know what their future is looking like in D.C. Strasburg just getting old. Um, so I don't know. I just try to filter out some of the uh, – to filter in some of the young talent this year that the Nationals have because they do have a lot of it. They brought in a lot at last year's deadline, um, trade deadline. So I would just try to develop the young talent that they have and, and try to move forward as quickly as possible in, a, in what's turning out to be a pretty rigorous division with uh, with the Braves winning a World Series, the Mets becoming better, and the Marlins on a bit of an uprise. So, yeah, just try to pivot as quickly as possible, even though it's going to be really hard. Yeah, I definitely go for them. They're, they're just getting a little stronger. Marlins, Mets, Braves, all those guys again. Really good. Phillies also, like, the whole team's getting stronger, and I like the Nationals kind of get left high in the dust. Um, so they got to pick up the pace. Uh, you know, they're in third people at stage. They're just trying to, you know, lay low, but they're definitely going to be left behind because the teams are getting a lot stronger. And, yeah, this, that's, that's uh, going to be it for this episode today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about the Nationals. Pretty good episode coming next week. Um, we're not going to reveal it, but uh, it'll be a, it'll be a banger. I mean, it's a good team, so be ready for it. Um, email in the description. We haven't had any emails, sadly. Um, so if you want to email us, you can do that. Uh, that'll be in the description. Uh, merchandise, we haven't had a sale in so long, so oh, we'd appreciate a, a purchase as well if you could just take a little bit of your time and rep your favorite podcast. Um, we would also appreciate that. So, yeah, enjoy the baseball. It's great to see spring training back. I don't know about you, Brendan, but I love seeing baseball in, in action. Yeah, let us see some games being played. Um, it's just good overall to have baseball back. Games happening probably right now as you speak. And probably as you're watching this. Um, so, yeah, it's just a great time. Baseball back. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, with that, we will see you next time.